Previously on the Omen podcast... Qual, are you using your soul at the moment? Um, I'm reasonably attached to it. May I ask why? Uh, no reason. You see a painting up there. It looks like this particular trial by combat is a witch, a very old-looking witch. She is fighting something that doesn't look human. It looks like some sort of person made from wood. You see a painting, and the painting is of Annabelle. Don't patronize me, God. Y'all remember how we said Glowin's bad? Yeah. Oh, did you also summon a demon? No, but... Annabelle, are, are, are you magic? I don't... I don't... I, put, I, I set down the painting, I put my hand on Annabelle's shoulder, and I say, If it bothers you that much, <laughs> I can't cut it off for you. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. Okay, so we rejoin the three of you inside the museum after having sort of stared at a painting for a good like 10 minutes and not really put two and two together. But as soon as we finished recording last session, Nelson made some like sudden epiphanies happen in his brain. I I had to uh, go and re-listen to like all the episodes, but now I'm all caught up on all the hints that you kept dropping for us. I gave you at least a thousand hints and (laughs) and yet nothing happened. I I, I do love how at the end of last episode we said, oh man, like it's cool that we found the three hints you left in there. And I just, and we just saw you slowly dissolve into a puddle of, Shame and sadness. That was nice. Subtlety doesn't work on any of you. Um, <laughs> I, I remember you sort of like I, I joined the chat afterwards with you, Nelson, and you immediately put two and two together and you yelled. What did you yell again? It might have been something equivalent to, "Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot, and also I'm so sorry for everything." Because what have you done? So there might be a very small chance that in the process of burning down. The man- a mansion of jerks with a bunch of flaming panties, the wound of which uh, Annabelle has very helpfully healed. Um, I might have also burned down her ancestral home! Because Kids, things change over time. It's the- And Saint John apparently is kind of like Saint John! <laughs> when you say things in French, I just don't understand them at all so yeah it does it turns out that the town of phantom was originally settled by the ancestors of annabelle saint john um and it looks like she's managed to gain a very useful healing ability from touching the painting as well 
because you've touched the painting of like your great great grandmother or something who looks absolutely identical and there's definitely nothing weird about that absolutely nothing it's fine we deal with weirder things every day it's not a problem i promise you see if i'd said looks like annabelle st john but with a slightly different nose you still you would have completely missed it and been like nah different nose completely unrelated (laughs) we'd be like oh man this is probably a monster we have to kill whoever has this other nose so the three of you are standing there kind of aghast at what has just happened so you now all know that dr martin is possessed by a demon you know annabelle has magical healing powers and we know that koala is still koala (laughs) and you look out of the window and you see someone coming up to the museum oh shit hide i jump behind like uh a sculpture or something. Are you all going to be hiding? I, I'm, I'm not going to be hiding. I feel like after just being healed, after making a series of connections in my brain that suggests I might have done something horribly wrong to a friend, I'm kind of shaken. And uh, where they nimbly leap behind cover, I'm, I'm kind of moving towards it while also confused about what everyone else is doing. My mind is not here right now. It's... It's it's just a series of echoes of Saint Jean, Saint Jean, Saint John, Saint John, and they get louder and louder and faster and faster until like there's this moment of pure connection in which I am stunned by the magnificence of God, who is still British from what I know. In comes one of the deputies. Uh, the door opens up and a deputy walks in. Sam, you're hiding, and also Andreas, you're hiding? Yep. I guess I am now. Do I need to roll for that? Okay, yeah, both of you roll for agility. I got a seven. I got a 19. Annabelle goes straight into cover, uh, and Dr. Martin is sort of rounding the corner, but he trips up on one of the school supply boxes in the schoolroom and lands face first on the floor, um, whereas Annabelle's hiding under the table. And in comes the deputy from nearby, and he looks at koala standing there and then looks down at dr martin on the floor and he draws his gun uh, and he looks at both of you and he says what are you doing here is this the way to the bathroom do you think that's really gonna work i mean <laughs> i could try roll for persuasion i guess i think it's more of like a panicked uh, response okay. 11 yeah that ain't gonna do it um i slammed down the painting on the on the deputy uh, trapping him Okay. All right. Roll for strength. All right. It seems I have rolled an eight. So you slam the painting down on his head and it smashes around him. Oh, gosh! It's destroyed Annabelle's painting! Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've destroyed Annabelle's mom's painting. Um, And he pulls out his gun uh, and he discharges it. Could you please roll for agility? Oh, shit. Don't get shot. Oh my god. Uh, I got a 20 in agility. So I, what I want to do is as he shoots at me, I want to push up the gun so it shoots him in the head. Oh. Oh no. You're joking. No. He's dead now. <laughs> Alright. You push the gun upwards as he shoots uh, and a bullet catches him in the jaw and he falls over flat on the floor. What the fuck? <laughs> Koala, you just killed a cop. I ki- I didn't shoot the sheriff. I shot the deputy. He technically shot himself. We're all c- we're, this is fine. This is okay. Do you 
killed a cop, man. I'm starting to think that we uh we ought to have just burned the whole town down like uh, you wanted to earlier. I didn't. I, I just wanted to keep us safe, and I've also kept us safe now, although there have been shots fired. I, I was hoping shots wouldn't be fired. At this rate, like, we're burning the town down. We're just doing a heck of a lot slower. Are you suggesting that we burn it down now? Like, is that your desire? Also, uh, I realize I burned down your ancestral home. Um, also, I've destroyed your painting. I'm so sorry for destruction and multiple other things. You're entirely lucky I had that talk with HR before we came out here and I'm not allowed to pistol whip you no more. Oh, that was a talk you had with HR. Apparently it was a problem and it was creating a hostile work environment. Apparently Ethel reported it. I have several concussions. You don't remember when we did that drinking game with the pistol headbutting thing, Koala? That sounds like something that would get HR involved now that you mention it. Might have caused a couple of those concussions. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we're moving on. Uh, what are we doing with this body? So as you look down at the body, another man walks up to the front of the museum. And this guy is definitely not a deputy. <laughs> and I'm going to introduce our guest for today. Hello. It is Adele from Hello from the Magic Tavern. Hello. We're greetings. Hi. Who are you playing today? Oh, boy. I'm going to be playing uh, Lucas Brimstone Squelch. Oh, man. I hate him already. <laughs> yeah, I. me too. So this is the nephew of uh, Byron Brimstone, which I believe you all know to some degree. Yeah. He's the uh, director of Omen, I believe. Great. So Lucas Squelch is his nephew. Um, he's uh, 22, just out of college or university, uh, very entitled. Um, I'm going to consider him waifishly thin. He's going to have um, a purple blazer on with a tie, uh, purple shorts with like knee high black socks and then like corrective shoes. Um, okay. So like one, one leg's a little bit longer than the other. So he has some corrective shoes going on. Um, yeah, just like a really, uh, my, my, my pitch to Sean was that basically he's all the sort of entitlement and obnoxiousness of Draco Malfoy and all the magical power of like Jubilee from the X-Men. <laughs> so just, just worthless. That's awesome. <laughs> the only reason he's still at Omen is because of his uncle, I suppose. Don't you love nepotism? Mm-hmm. It's kept me alive. Lucas walks up to the front of the museum, having just been freshly teleported in to help you three out, and he greets you. Hey, what's up? You're not another cop, are you? No, I'm not a cop. Maybe you know my uncle, Byron Brimstone? Ring a bell? Wait, is this the backup we got? I'm sorry? I'm the front up. <laughs> and call me Quasimodo, because I should ring a bell. I'm... Lucas Squelch? Lucas Brimstone Squelch? Oh, hello, Lucas. It's nice to meet you. And uh, Martin reluctantly shakes his hand. Uh, and, and Lucas puts forward his hands, uh, expecting like a kiss on the back of the, the wrist. <laughs> almost like an enchanté moment. Meanwhile, I kind of just am like trying to stand in front of the body, kind of. Like, I'm kind of standing astride it, but bending down and trying to look casual you're sort of squatting over the body <laughs> it isn't very effective why are you sitting on that body um well sometimes when you get older and jaded with the state of the world you have to do certain things to make yourself happy anymore and lucas takes out a notebook and a pen um and says what what's your name uh martin bankston wow martin bankston okay well, I'm writing you up. My uncle's giving me some power. I'm supposed to keep an eye on you all. 
So consider yourself with a warning. You got it, mate. Why don't we just go around the room and everyone introduce themselves so I can take notes? Well, I guess I'm Koala Jackson. You guess you're Koala Jackson? Yes, I am. From now on, you're Wallaby Jackson, okay? Okay. Because if you don't know, then I'm going to make a choice. Sure, I'm Wallaby Jackson. That's totally my name. Dingo Jackson it is. You're Dingo (laughs) Jackson. Uh, I, I suppose I'm Annabelle. And I'll tip my hat real gentle. Okay. Well, I didn't like the lack of confidence with the suppose, but I do appreciate a nice gesture. That's some social grace at, at play, so I'll allow that. Someone's got to have some. Martin holds his hand up and, and really wants to ask a question from the teacher. Yeah, dude. I'm 22. <laughs> do we have a question in the room? Yeah. Um, uh, are, are you our boss now? Yeah, I guess you could say I am, but I'm also part of the team. Like, I want to... I want to be part of the team, and I want to get it, get into it, you know? I want to be in the thick of it and, like, get stuff done. Well, you should know that our other boss got arrested, uh, so that's kind of why we asked for a backup. Also, he got arrested for a crime we may have committed. Okay, well, that's why I'm here. So consider me a boss, but also a friend and a teammate. Okay. And a lover, question mark, so... Like, How about not? You, you had me up until the end, but... You can choose which... which box to place your name into so it's not an obligation it should come from a place of inspiration not obligation this is inspiring i have to say i've never had a leader with this kind of confidence before please i'm a friend not a leader and a teammate but fear me (laughs) and lucas tries to put on a a display of magic okay um and basically is able to um we're inside of a, a building right now we are Okay, so he directs all his uh, powers towards one window frame. Okay. And we see that the window frame, uh, like the pane of, of glass within the window frame, uh, goes from clear to like slightly opaque and then oh. back to clear. Yeah, so that's just a little taste. Yeah. In case anyone else comes by, could you make that just like very opaque? No, I can't. I mean, I can do it for, for a second, but I can't hold it. It's still pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's more magic than I have. Yeah. It might be worth you explaining the current situation like a sit rep to Lucas. Yeah, how about you do that, Sam? I think uh, uh, I'm going to sit out. Well, well. Well, 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 well. What's going on? Did somebody fall down a well? Are we saving baby Jessica? What's going on? I, I wish. That would have been a lot easier to explain to you. <laughs> well, so... The house is on fire. There's a bunch of panties in the woods. Um, I don't entirely remember how we got them because you get pants from plants. And then God is British, so pants means panties. Cool, cool, cool. Real quick, you said the house is on fire and there's panties and pants come from plants? Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) Okay, so good. (laughs) So clear so far. Okay, super clear. And then there's a rave in the grave because that... And then we got a gory hole from the glory hole because we made a hole in the wall. And any hole in the wall that links between two places is automatically mm-hmm. a glory hole. Uh-huh. And then we made it gory, so it was a little bit These, more glory. I don't think this is important. At the same time, and then, no, this is 100% important. Um, you asked me to explain. Oh, also, there was a death god. I don't remember if I mentioned that. Okay, aren't all gods in, death gods? And there was a death god. Yeah, we had a... Well, not like a god god, because, like... God's British and he won't British ish. Uh-huh. But like, he gave us a magical thing. He took a skull and it was really weird. I don't like how he liked that skull. But now that I think about it, that Death God said something about a portal and we never went back and dealt with it. 
Hmm. He did offer to open up the big sort of shield that's surrounding the Gumbo Land theme park gator at the minute, the the, the big roller coaster. Yeah, you could lead and, and be our friend uh, on that, I guess. Did you say Gumbo Land? Yes. All right. Well, this is a bunch of word soup, but I'm on board. Well, here's the thing. Before we deal with that, can we um deal with the the uh, the, the body that that's in our midst? Well, if, Just um, if we're not here to be associated with it, it's not a problem, right? This building weren't open, so it's not like people were going to come in here. But there was just a gunshot, so that might attract attention. All right, I need everybody to get away from the body. Okay. Uh, and Lucas um strains with all his his tendons and being and he directs his magic and hands at the body and slowly over the course of like 25 minutes uh, a rug that's on the floor over 25 minutes slowly starts to to go over top of the body <laughs> basically getting done in 25 minutes what someone could do in in 10 seconds which is to to cover the body with a rug but it was quite impressive right. i imagine well, I need to take a quick 10-hour rest, and then we can head out. We don't uh, have time for that, uh, sir, uh, friend. Please, friend, sir. Oh, okay, friend, sir. L- listen, uh, our our other boss got arrested, like I said. He's going to yeah. get like killed by uh, a magic forest uh, creature that I don't remember the name of. Spriggan. Oh, we should all be so lucky. A Spriggan, yeah, in, in about 24-ish hours. So you're saying we do have 10 hours? Uh, well... If we just crack this baby in 14, then we're all set. The math works out. Well, here's the thing. If if, if we abandon our old friend boss, then that would mean that we can, we wouldn't... That we would there would be a precedent for not treating our new friend boss very well. Um, so maybe we, sh- we should not rest for 10 hours. Fine. I'm not going to fight you on this. We'll go, but I'll just be tired the whole time. We can get you an energy drink from the glory hole. I mean, the glory hole. I prefer it from the glory hole. (laughs) I always drink straight from the glory hole. (laughs) Hey, I didn't make up this. No, I know you didn't. That's the worst bit about it. I'm eating the food put in front of me, okay? So don't (laughs) ruin what I'm saying. I didn't make up this situation. This was hoisted upon me. Absolutely fair. Yeah. I think I should uh, explain, and uh, yeah, I'll take you back to our house <laughs> so I can show you the gory hole. <laughs> you take Lucas back to the house um, and open the door, and you show him the gross, horrible, meaty, fleshy hole that you have created in the wall. Do you want to explain yourself? So this is where uh, we hang our paintings. Yep. Um, mm. We were trying to hang up a painting, and we didn't have tape, so we thought, why not flesh? Oh, is this a George O'Keefe? Uh, it is. It is a George. I think it's a Montserrat. Okay. It might also be a Georgia O'Beef, maybe. Okay, we'll go with that. I... I'm not. I'm not hungry anymore. P.S. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I, I reach. I reach inside and grab an energy drink from the nearby shelf. The the um, glory hole goes straight through into the general store, and so they're able to get food out of it. I can't believe I've had. I can. I have to say that. I can't believe I have to say that. But here we are. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want the energy drink? Uh, yeah. Give it. Give it here. What's it called? Uh, it's Blue Cat. I think it's some oh, weird nice. knockoff. They only have it in these tiny towns, you know. Oh yeah, I love Blue Cat. Real Blue Cat hipster. So you have about, um, I'd say about twenty hours until the dawn of the final day of Doctor Smedley's trial, where he will probably get burnt at the stake. So what do you want to do during this final day? The sun is starting to come up. I think we got a force field to take care of. 
Smidley can wait, right? We could just, like, make it rain so they can't set them on fire. Have we considered that? Okay, have you considered how to make it rain? How, how, how would we do that? Uh, get a hose? It's, this, it's not a special effect, though. We can't just walk up next to the fire and spray it with a hose, Annabelle. Come on. Although, although she does have a point here where if we can, for example... So what we know is we need time, right? We need time to do several things. Uh, first, we need to take down the shield, and now we need to uh, prevent his imminent death. If if the, we went into the sewers and just tampered a little bit with the water mains, the pressure would build up, and by the time it was time for us to do our thing, the hero thing, um, because we're all heroes, indisputably, as the gory hole has shown us of course um then the fire hydrants will burst there will be water everywhere and we might get a little bit of flex time in which to work some real magic uh n- no offense lucas oh none taken i suck <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you want to go down to the i mean remember like there are those two tasks but there's also the whole task of there being somewhere in this town a vampire queen and her hive of disgusting flesh-eating insects what do, what do you mean there's a vampire queen what do you mean that you what do you mean there's a vampire queen you know that that's your main mission <laughs> there's a main mission i thought we were just going to this town because we got swindled out of from cheap real estate. No, 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 no. You're, you're well aware this of this. main mission. You actually planned a main mission. I did plan a main mission. You were well aware of this main mission. I was not aware of this main mission. Wow. Can I just say I'm on board with whatever Emu Johnson wants to do? <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Why does everyone enable Koala? Why does everyone enable him? Because if you don't, he burns down your ancestral home. At least Emu Johnson has a plan. Do you want to go down to the sewers then? Yeah, just, again, this shouldn't be quick at all. We, the main thing is going back to Gumbo Land, but we do need to make sure that we can build up some water pressure in the sewers, yeah. Annabelle, you've got a um, book, haven't you, about the sort of town mines and the plumbing, right? I handed that off to Dr. Martin, because that's not really my thing. I'm more of the pew pew one. Okay. I actually want to look in my Helsing compendium about vampire hives and seeing what kind of places they would put those. So Lucas is copying doc- Dr. Martin Benson, so he opens his compendium as well and is trying to just play along that he's he also knows what's going on. <laughs> okay, so you're searching for vampire hives, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you're searching for hives. Okay. <laughs> Can you both roll for focus for All me, right. please? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's. I got a twenty-two. Okay. I got an eleven. So you'll you'll find uh, that it's over here, in this section of the book. No, no, you're looking at the wrong part. No, it's over, no this section. What? Oh yeah, index. No, it's it's page five hundred and forty-seven. No, you don't. I think have they to meant to spell the... in depth, but they put an X, so it's index. But I think it means in depth. So I think I got this. Oh, okay, I guess. Martin, you look through the book and you basically figure out that. Vampire hives tend to be deep underground. The one that you guys took out in Paris was deep underground in the Paris catacombs. So this one is highly likely to be deep underneath the ground somewhere in the town of Phantom. Lucas saw that over Martin's shoulder and he shouts out the information before uh, Dr. Martin can. (laughs) Oh, so vampire hives tend to be really deep underground, um, just like pretty deep layers. 
Kind of like in Paris, remember in Paris? What he said. Vis-a-vis Paris. The two of you also look down and you notice that it you, you see like a little sort of pop-up thing at the bottom of the page. Like one of those little highlight boxes. And in the highlight box, it says that if you're going to go into a vampire hive, you should probably eat garlic. Okay. Wait, in Phantom, uh, didn't, wasn't there something that said that its highlight dish was just something very garlicky? Just bunches of garlic? Garlic gumbo? Yes, one of the main dishes of Phantom, because this was originally a French town, is a delicious garlic soup. All right, then this is, this sounds like a good opportunity for us to, uh, if anything, if we go down to the sewers, another point for my sewer plan, considering how much they eat just garlic soup, we'll find some down there. Well, oh. I mean, we could just pass by the Screaming Oak over there, which is probably some sort of pub. Get some garlic soup and then head on down the sewers. Uh, if I may, um, I don't mean to be a show off, but I learned at university that garlic is short for gargoyle licks. So I'm just going to go get licked by a gargoyle and I will be right back with you. He's not here for another two days. Sorry. <laughs> they have a pet gargoyle. Is that real? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. That worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yep, they have a pet gargoyle, but it's currently sort of walking along the bottom of the uh, Atlantic Ocean. It's a bit far to fly, you know. And he's big and stone. Greg, Greg gets tired. It's it's an it's an aged uh, it's an aged gargoyle. We don't want to put any more pressure on its joints than necessary. It's an aged gargoyle. <laughs> well, it's finally aged like wine. Isn't that a little redundant? Oh, he's going he's going through a lot at the minute. He is in the prime of his youth. I mean, a baby a baby is an aged human. It's of a certain age. <laughs> That's a very good point. I cannot dispute that, and that makes me upset. <laughs> Let's go down to the sewers, but like quickly grab some garlic soup on the way. All right, so you leave the house. Uh, it's the middle of the day. Uh, I'm just going to flip over our card for the day because. So what we're doing in this show is um, there is a series of werewolf cards I've got, and I flip them over, and then mm. whatever happens on them, something happens on that day. Nothing of interest happens today, so everything's <laughs> fine. Um, you're all right. I love I love the buildup of, like, I have these werewolf cards, and when I turn them over, a very specific event happens. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Clear. I'm going to say nothing of interest of <laughs> to you right now is happening. There oh, is a thing it. that's happened, but you don't know about oh. it. It's fine. Um, so the four of you go across to the Screaming Oak, uh, and you grab yourself some bowls of garlic soup. Are you eating them there? Soup to go, please. Soup to go. Okay. Yeah. They say they don't do soup to go. Well, I want soup to go. Can we just like get it in a to go cup, like, and just drink it as we go? Annabelle speaks manager. Yeah, not to be a smartass, but did you know that the mouth is nature's to go cup? That's a very good idea. So why don't we just put all the soup in our mouth and then we can swallow it at our leisure? Uh, all right. We're seeing the soup prepared. It's quite. It's just there on the counter. So I just get a cheeky little bite out of the out of, out of the out of the soup pot, and it's very hot, and it's in my mouth, and it's very hot. But I'm just gonna gulp it down real quick with some stored in my cheeks for later, and just sloshing uh, run out the door. I have to say, in all my days, I've never heard somebody say, "I take a bite of soup." It's a very, very <laughs> thick soup. Oh God, there's so much garlic! It's in my eyes. It's like just chunks of raw garlic floating in it. I just pay them an extra tip and and take the the bowl with me anyway. Sure. Okay. I'll take a plastic baggie and a straw out of the prison purse and uh, make my own to-go container. Oh, that's unpleasant. Okay. <laughs> I've recently explained to him what a prison purse actually means. Yeah, that made it, made it even worse. Wait, I think I know what it is, but I don't want to say. 
Because if I'm wrong, I come off as a pervert. <laughs> no, it's literally a purse oh. with the word prison on it in this situation. That is what it is in this universe. Okay, because my dad was in prison in a prison purse with his butthole. <laughs> That's a prison pocket. Both genders have that. Depends on how you use it. Depends on what you put in it. Also depends on if it zips up or not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can zip it, but you can definitely like Velcro it closed. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> I'm visibly like cringing over here. There are a couple of like sewer grates around in the town centre, but there's quite a lot of people here. Where do you want to go to try and get in? Because I imagine there's multiple ways of getting into the sewers. How do you want to do it? How do you want to do this thing? Just pick up the nearest manhole. What, with everyone watching? Just go into an alley. I'm sure they're everywhere. Right, so the four of you go down an alleyway nearby and you open up the manhole. Could you all please roll for observation? Yeah. Uh, Lucas has a 16. You got a four. I got a great four. Okay. And I have a six. Okay, none of you notice anyone watching you. Yep, because there's no one watching us. That's what we know. No one is watching you. You're all safe. Everything's great. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> you lift up the manhole cover, and then you drop one by one down into the sewer. And we'll find out what happens to all of you in the next episode of Omen. See you next time. Bye. The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set, now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N-Cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there. Hi there. The show you just listened to is a member of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. Head over to necropodicon.com to find tons of other shows you'll love. While you're there, check out the cast and crew profiles and fan art galleries.